Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favour and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. Welcome to episode 227. Yes, that's correct. I mean, you had to look that up. (laughs) (laughs) Of the After Lodge podcast. Brought to you from a uh, brand new streaming platform in a uh, brand new era of our lives. Because Hangouts is dead. Uh, John is still alive. And managed to wrangle everybody back together after, good lord, what's it been, six months since our last recording? Man, you know, everything Uh, was new here. Six months since the last episode... Since the last recording, I think. Why does it still smell like stale smoke? <laughs> uh, it's, it's in the walls. It's in the walls, brother. <sighs> I can't get it out. So, uh, some things will never change. And do we really want them to? Uh, since it's been so long, I'll reintroduce myself. I'm After Lodge Harlan, joined as always for years and years now. By the one and only partner in crime, worshipless producer Bruce. Good evening, gentlemen. Who still uh, is not showing his face on the inner tubes. You know, I'm still waiting on that uh, camera John was going to mount. Has that been a year now, John? Yeah, no. Look, the post office has this really slow class of mail called media mail that takes like two weeks to get somewhere. How did you send that camera? Everything media mail. That explains a lot. Now I wonder why all my shit comes says media mail. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I was going to send that to you. However, then I had to renege on that because I I need it for my own home office for my oh. new job. <laughs> so. All right. Well, there's your That's answer, Harlan. Until sorry, buddy. Until we find someone who sends us one, I, I will forever be a black box. Well, or, you know, I'm already. Uh... I'm already you know, on the hook if, for if buying a new microphone. If, ever, if you guys all pitched in for a, a ticket to fly me like 12th class down to your neck of Yahoo! Priorities, John. <laughs> uh, so flying you all the way out here to after Lodge Town Bruce, actually costs less. Down, I will show up with a camera in hand. So it's cheaper than the camera to fly you here in the uh, back of that cargo plane that we sent you on. How about a Greyhound? Mm. Mm. I still think the flight was cheaper, Bruce. <clears throat> Probably. We we got John down here for 20 bucks. <laughs> Ride the flight attendant to stick him in the overhead compartment. He said the wing was wobbling the whole flight. <laughs> uh, it's been uh it's been a long time, fellas. There's uh there's a lot that's a lot that's happened since we've last assembled here after Lodge. Uh, John actually got gainfully employed. Um, I moved. I've, I've, I've almost been gainfully employed almost the whole time I've been on the show. 
Almost. Employed. That's the important part. Almost. Ah, there we go. Being employed ah. by the government is not gainfully employed. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, touche. Touche. And I am now in the private sector. So, uh, I moved, but we talked about that uh, before we went off the air for longer than anticipated. Uh, and then stuff just kind of happened to all of us, and we kept trying. We eventually found our way back. Um, we had a lot of misses there. We, we did. It's not like we haven't been trying, folks. It's not like we haven't been trying. No, uh, we had a bunch of stuff going on, and when you have seven cats to wrangle, and they're all rabid and feral, it's you know it's it's hard to corral them. But we're we all got, here. We got through the entire... Speaking of wrangling cats, did anybody think to invite the chaplain? Uh, yeah, he got the email. He's okay. still trying to figure out how to hop onto our fancy new video platform. Yeah, uh, shout out to Jitsi. This thing's awesome. Yes, uh, Jitsi, the open source communication suite. It's uh, I discovered them when we were attempting to replace Hangouts because we knew it was going to die eventually. Uh, it finally has. Hangouts on Air is officially dead. I'm sure it happened months ago, and I just didn't notice. Uh, it was almost dead when we recorded before. I had to go dig through like seven layers of menus to get back to classic YouTube Studio to get to it. Uh, Mike or Google is killing off all of Hangouts, as I understand. Eventually, we're all going to move to whatever the latest chat platform will be. I was upset Thank about it at first, but you know, after about 10 minutes of using this thing, I, I gotta say, I'm loving it. The, the video is smoother. It seems like there's less lag in the audio. There's not mm -hmm. that yep. ugly shade of green to look at everywhere. <laughs> well, we don't have that. Uh, we don't have all of the search engine indexers crawling through every word that we're saying and trying to find ways to advertise mm -hmm. to us. Also so that, that's wait a minute. Was that, were you saying that as a negative? Well, I mean, I don't like some of the things we talked about on the I show. Like we, we had the whole discussion from. about banana hammocks, and then for the next two weeks, every website I went to was nothing but ads for banana. Yeah, I, I subscribed <laughs> to the once a month one. Did you not do that too? <laughs> I thought we talked about this. We were on the monthly. <laughs> oh, I, I don't stay uh, late enough at the lodge for that anymore. Scott, we call it Banham Mo. Banham Mo. Banana hammock. Mo okay. Banana hammock monthly. Yeah, that's, that's what the insiders call it. <clears throat> that's fair. <laughs> and insiders. Uh, I got so the one Arla didn't bother introducing the rest of us. Yeah. Well, yeah. Arla, there are other people here. So, so it's fun <laughs> that uh, just like riding a bike, uh, we just get back to our old ways, and we went off on a tangent. Yeah, we don't need to introduce. After Lodge, everybody <laughs> knows each other. To introduce uh, the ineffable yeah. Sir John. Meh. <laughs> well spoken, sir. Sir John yeah, of the I'm, Moose. I'm I'm here. Less hair. That's yeah. More bow. More, more collars. Yeah, bow tie today. Just haven't taken it off yet. You wore that to yeah. work. Don't you know you're supposed to wear a tuxedo after five, John? <laughs> well, he's got the jacket somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I'm wearing the t-shirt under this. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, are you a farmer? <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So we, uh, I uh, also was suffering earlier because I told myself that I would get back to uh, seriously training for this race here in my new town uh, when we A started race. recording again. And we actually started recording again. I, I didn't think that was ever going to happen, so I thought I was never going to have to run, like, for real. So, did that. Why would you do that to yourself? You know, it's a good question. Uh, it's been long enough since Uncle Sam got done with me the last time. I guess I'd forgotten how much I hated it. And I'm trying to support my daughter and local community stuff and, you know, build a... Uh, Build a, a name for myself here that I had in After Lodge Town and left, and nobody here knows. So it's so it's a local local race. It's not like something oh, yeah. in big town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a fun little thing here, in the neighborhood. I'll probably start doing those again too. I've actually been at it for a few weeks, but and then run not... to the zoning board again. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, no. Actually, my my neighbors now use me to fight the zoning board. So that's been fun because we have all this woodland behind us. And, of course, everybody wants to make it into subdivisions. And the folks here have been fighting that off for decades. And then they found out there's a planning and zoning guy who just moved in who also doesn't want to look at the backside of a densely packed small home subdivision. Um, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I knew that before I moved here. But we're just seeing how long we can put it off. I mean, well, if you could at least just keep some of that stretch of the wooded area. Yeah, well, I mean, I own a big stretch of it. The problem is that my property line ends when it starts going back uphill. So whatever they build is just going to be eye level from the back of my house. <laughs> <laughs> it's all woods, but the woods is all like downhill because behind my house goes steeply Level down. Of to trees inciting, trees inciting. Yep. Harlan, do you own the creek behind your house? Well, I mean, my part of it, yeah. My my line's on the other side of it. So, so, so you own the actual bed under the water. Uh, so here in our in our state, um, actually, I don't know if that's technically a waterway because it's just a creek, but uh, yes, sort of. Okay. The Just curious, if the creek were to expand one day, would you lose land? Oh, no. No. Um, I'm still responsible for the upkeep of it, but I can't stop people from, you know, fishing in it, etc. Because state waterways. Isn't that kind of like the way the, the river works? Like the state yeah. owns the land under it, but the the water itself isn't necessarily owned or something like that? Yeah, well, it just it varies from state to state. Um, our state has some pretty, well, brutal or beneficial, depending on how you look at it. Um, they're heavy rules about waterways and what you can and can't do with them. If it's if it's boatable, then you basically just don't own it. <laughs> You're responsible if trash builds up, but it's not yours. Well, that's it's, it's like an. Well, it's like an easement, just like the power company has with their lines in the wh whatever part of your yard that is. Right. They can do whatever the hell they want to it, dig it up, tear it up, run stuff through it. It's but, your problem. Uh, so the selling point of that property, it's not like a thing people don't know when they buy that. Oh, yeah. 
No, I mean the creek was uh, the creek's what sold me and my kids. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's it's like it's big enough to have fun in, but it's still it's small enough to not be dangerous. Yeah, and even if it floods, well, you know, it's 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 down there. I'm everything out here is like big hills. Nothing's flat, so. I mean, it would have to be a, a biblical flood for that creek to find its way up to my foundation level. We have a creek back behind our house, and uh, it's like a 15-foot drop and then creek. So not much I got to do for upkeep. I get all the mosquitoes, though. <laughs> Wait, is it in a culvert, like concrete? and? <clears throat> it, well, part of it is, but then it turns into ah. a creek and goes into a um, spillway. Those are cool. You ever go swimming in it? Never. No. Especially after it rains. However, there was one time where my cable went out, and the guy didn't want to go on the pole because I had to trim my trees back before he would. So he just just threw a cable line across it, big orange cable line. Yep. Well, hold on. Wait. So we uh we got through. Have you moved? No. We'll have to talk about that after show because I can't go into any detail without giving it away. But I don't remember there being a. We all we all know that y'all are neighbors. I know, but I I know the <laughs> neighborhood well enough to to, to pin where he lives based on creek. But I don't remember there being a creek that big in the, in the area. So Marshall's here. Well, welcome. It's Marshall. Welcome to our uh, little After Lodge hangout, brother. Oh, no. How y'all doing, man? So, we're, we're doing well. We, we finally managed to wrangle everyone together. We're a little late in the evening, but that's because uh, we had to wait on one of us, two of us. Me. We had to wait on Harlan <laughs> to figure out me. what he was doing. We're waiting on Harlan. <laughs> We, we're, we're using some new technology, and it's only uh, rough getting off the ground, but um, we're figuring it out, and uh, I noticed that uh, you figured it out. We think that Tony's probably trying to uh, hop on <laughs> still, and... Yeah, it'll be a while before he figures it out. <laughs> well, or he managed to, to make our, our on-air hangouts work, and he's just sitting there alone, waiting on the rest of us. <laughs> Even though I couldn't figure it out, but he knew the exact sequence of random buttons to get there. Well, he, he called he, Google. Yeah, out. The one backup server he, they haven't. He's like, down. I can't figure out how to get on Hangouts. Will y'all just connect me? They're like, Sure, sir. <laughs> uh, they have like that one backup server somewhere. It's kind of like that one Zoom server that's still running because of Jason. And uh, <laughs> uh, the one AOL server too. Oh, but the chat rooms. The chat rooms. I mean, they they the AIM servers still run, don't they? Is AIM dead? Did I did I miss that? You know, I actually, I don't know. I haven't tried to log on to AOL's instant messenger in in quite a while. Ten years. <laughs> so I, I should I should try that again. I had a lot of friends on there. I didn't have anywhere else. While we're at it, let me see if my ICQ uh, number still works, Bruce. It was discontinued December 15th, 2017. Aim is Son dead. Of a bitch. Oh. According to a message, according to a post from June 26, 2018 on USA Today, it's back with new owners. Uh, 
I have Looks no like, uh, I'm gonna go mudding. Bye. It's it's called AIM Phoenix, huh. apparently. Ha! But I it's not run by AOL anymore. Y'all, it looks like ICQ still a thing right. though. It is. I, I use ICQ. It, it outlasted. It outlasted AIM. How do you use oh. ICQ? I mean, I haven't in like fifteen like years. Like a chat on it. With who? Like, Who's oh still my God. on ICQ? Like, That's my question. I got a couple friends that use it. I, I don't remember my ICQ number, and it was associated with my AOL email address. So there's there's no way for me to like recover it. <laughs> it's associated with your phone number now. Oh yeah, no, not not me. I think the last time I used ICQ was like two thousand five. Oh. Harlan, I ran into a buddy of yours at the state fair. Oh yeah, yeah. He know he knows who you are. Wait, was this the Libertarian Party's exhibit? Yes, it was. Was it Randall? It was John. Oh, oh, our no. Okay, say no more. He a very prominent political candidate. Very prominent. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I uh. I represented him in uh, in court. Um, he took the libertarian stance, and uh, he got a, into a dispute with a traffic officer on a concert night downtown as he was driving for Lyft. And as police officers are prone to do, he uh, just said, I'm going to pull rank and write your ticket. So John, being a libertarian, says, I'm not just going to pay the Accept your ticket. I said so. <clears throat> so uh, he said, I am going to take this to a jury of my peers. And uh, I'll be damned if, if that's exactly what we did. So Did he, did he win? <laughs> well, so what's funny is the judge was getting increasingly impatient the whole process because, you know, we don't do call in juries for traffic citations. <laughs> um, the morning of the jury trial, like I'm showing up waiting to start impaneling the jury. We have a uh, special meeting with the counselors and the court. And uh, long story short, the, the case got dropped. Why well, are um, you one then? <laughs> basically. Yes uh, he no. stood, up, stood up for his rights. He was upset that he did not get the... Um, explain his case to a jury of his peers but whatever i told him your um, opinions of guns and lodge and he was like what oh yeah <laughs> that's very not libertarian of me. i know that's why i said you know what? most of freemasonry is very not libertarian to me except it's true i voluntarily associated myself with the fraternity so huh. all that's that true. stuff about natural rights kind of goes out the door when i had a choice in the matter so, yeah. oh, I was I was just messing with you. No one put a gun to my head when I took my obligations. They they had other implements of well, we won't get into that. But <laughs> you've been regretting it ever since, haven't you? <laughs> uh, not yeah, every you guys day. using your jurisdiction. Riding crop. <laughs> An electric I'm riding crop. So, what has everybody else <laughs> been out doing this summer? Um, uh, you we know, haven't even got through all introductions. Were... Yeah, we, we haven't. We, we made I it to up, John. I gave up on the introductions forever ago. This is uh, Scotty from the Block. Yo. F. There. Hello. And everybody remembers as Producer Marshall. 
It's been uh, it's been a while. It's been a while since we oh, had Marshall on, but it's been a while since we've done a show, Marshall. It's like we, we were just discussing that we haven't recorded in like four months, six months. It's all a blur. Oh, Jesus. Um, I've been all in it with the uh, with the school. My daughter started kindergarten here in the, the new school district, and I am uh, I'm all in. I'm one step away from driving a minivan full of soccer kids, and uh, I'm loving it. I, I did all of this trying to embarrass my daughter, but she's young enough that she still thinks it's awesome. But I have been embarrassing <laughs> my wife, and so I keep doing it. So now I'm all good. The, the PTA, the the SBDM, which don't get those letters mixed up. What? what? <laughs> they don't appreciate You that. said we couldn't talk about that on this show, Arlen. <laughs> they, the school does not appreciate when you uh, mix up the site-based decision-making acronym. Oh. Letters. Yeah, not that I've gotten. <laughs> uh, on Friday, I am going to read to the kindergartners, and uh, I'm gonna instill some libertarianism in them without them even knowing. Um, <laughs> I am reading. I'm you reading this. Sound as awful as possible. This special edition of the Here Emperor's New Clothes, <clears throat> and uh, where he's actually clothed. Well, it's on the cover. It's kid. And then I'm. Uh, I'm gonna finish my story time. I'm gonna do a book drop and like speak truth to power, kids. And walk out. <laughs> gonna, huh. It's gonna be a good time. I'm uh. And now the, for Atlas Shrug, kids. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. So there's a uh, there's a libertarianism for kids coloring book uh, entitled uh, "Be Nice to Other Kids and Don't Take Their Toys." That's awesome. And, and that's, Seriously, I gotta that's, buy that for Jack. Well, it used to be on Facebook until Facebook banned it for being inappropriate subject matter. But Rush Revere is what? still still top of the page. You can buy Rush huh. Revere, but you can't buy Be Nice to Other Kids and Don't Take Their Toys. What's Rush Revere? <laughs> it's Rush Limbaugh's Books for Children. Oh. Yeah. You know, Brad Meltzer's books uh. are really good um, about the different historical figures. Uh George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Harriet Tubman. Crickets. Is the Harriet Tubman one no, no. accurate? Because I haven't, I haven't her read them story, all. Her story is not often told the way that I think that it should be. Because like you learn about Harriet Tubman in, in middle school and high school, and you always see these pictures of her, and like you think she was like this Mother Teresa type figure yeah, that was like smuggling people. That woman was not a Mother Teresa type figure. She was a warrior. She's badass. She, mm -hmm. Oh she was, yeah, she was. She was fighting for freedom. She wasn't doing the the underground. Well, I mean, it was underground, but she would shoot you, and she did frequently. Um, <laughs> a little more I, I think, of art. Well, I think that's like way more admirable than the the story that gets told. Like we downplay her just rebelliousness against the whole system. Yeah, including mm -hmm. including taking up arms against her government, which well she should have. Um, that's what the Second Amendment's for, ladies and gentlemen. I think they need to make a badass yeah, movie about her. Like take a couple, uh, you know, artistic uh, liberties as well. You know, kind of like the movie Three Hundred. Just make it like Three Hundred, but Harriet Tubman and guns. No, I, I want. Frank, I don't. I think they could be written by Frank Miller. 
Right. I think they could be historically accurate enough without going as artistically yeah. liberal as they did with 300. Okay, as artistically still make a liberal pretty badass with movie. Yeah. Noah, but, the Russell Crowe Noah, then. How about that? I've never I, I didn't that. learn about Harriet Tubman's badassery until I was almost done with college. And then all I could think was, where was this when I was a kid? This is, this is not all what I learned. <laughs> and yeah. I learned about it just a couple of years ago myself. Uh, yeah, like the the textbook had one of the the actual portraits where they didn't you know crop the the rifle out like they do in all the <laughs> high school textbooks. Um, that's that's the way you fight oppression is uh, the way she did it. So we we that's actually maybe when I when I uh, go to my daughter's school to read to the fifth graders, I'll do something more like that. Um, we got the big fundraiser thing coming up because they're always hitting me for money, so I'm volunteering with that, and I'm all up in this school thing. And uh, oh, there's a there's a daddy daughter dance coming up, so I have uh, ordered my pink cummerbund and bow tie set because um, I'm gonna be the dad that wears a tuxedo to the the elementary school dance. Um, gonna teach them how to do the electric slide. Just go get a. Uh... Go get a kilt. Call it a day. I, I don't really have the the heritage necessary to do that and not be a douche. Are you or are you not a Scottish Rite Mason? Uh, I am, but the Scottish Rite is in no way Scottish, Scotty. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's sir. funny you would. You would mention that, Harlan. Uh, I worked a high school convenience stand during a football game. Uh, for the first time uh, a few weeks ago for oh. uh, for our daughter and her band and that was uh that was fun me and me and Kimball had a four and a half hour shift I uh, learned about a all, all the the rage snack with the kids these days is called a walking taco anybody know what this thing is no yep. taco Say say it again, Marshall. The taco stuff in the Frito bag. Uh, yeah, yeah. That so it's 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 a bag awesome. of Fritos, and like you open it up and you pour like taco meat on top, and then like nacho cheese, and then salsa if you want it, and then you can like shake it up or not, and then you just eat it out of the bag. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they did that when the kids were when my kids were small. Right. small. Really, I've, it's called taco bag. <laughs> I've never heard now, of it. Do, do you eat it out of the bag like Tony, so your arms getting all coated? And, uh, you know, I've seen people do it both or... ways. A lot of people kind of like pour it into their mouth, and then some people get a fork. Uh, a couple people do it with Doritos instead of Fritos, which is interesting. It's actually, really so, good. It's actually, really good. It sounds amazing. It's not bad. Uh, Working the booth sucked, but uh, eating, yeah. you know. Oh, so, uh, so you're are you like one step away from from having the band van then? Because I'm. I mean, I got a minivans. Well, uh, we've been talking about that. We're 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 looking for something with seven seats, but I really don't want to do a van, and she doesn't either. So I think I don't know if I have my, get rid of the Mustang. If I have no, if I <laughs> if I have my way, we'll get a probably a Navigator. So we've got the. Uh, my wife has the Highlander, and it's got seven seats. Although two of them, you know, stop being seats when you're older than like 
you know, six, but. Yeah. Um, uh, and we were looking at something more like that size. Uh, Mitsubishi has one that's like brand new. It's super cheap. It's in the upper 20s, and it's it's kind of like that with the back two seats being tiny. Uh, we are probably not going to go that route, though. Yeah, you need nope, a big I, back seat, especially with all the kids. Thanks. Yeah, yeah that's. Thank you. <laughs> and then put you and the bad seats are four and more kids. Yeah. So, well, it's, oh. it's not your kids; it's all the other kids. When you're when you're going to be like that dad. Um, but I, I'm having fun with it. I everybody remembers the the kid that had like that dad. So I'm I'm being that that guy. See, I'm with the point. And eventually, like, now I can have the wooden cars. <laughs> yeah, what what yeah? What's your midlife crisis car gonna be? You're getting there. Hey, oh, me? Thanks, man. No. <laughs> hey, I mean, I said getting there. I didn't say you're there. <laughs> Bunch of nah, bad. I don't know. I, I think my midlife. I don't think it's going to be a car. I think it's going to be like a, something, something totally retarded, like a boat or something. Murderous uh, rampage. Some just ridiculous boat or some shit. But I still got a couple I years totally see you. in college. <laughs> so, uh, the real reason I I wanted to summons all of you. Around this after lodge table, and, and now John is gone, but I'm he's here. already heard. The... Holy shit! There oh. he is. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, Bluetooth. I uh, had the pleasure of attending the Masonic Restoration Foundation's uh, annual symposium uh, this year in Lexington, Kentucky, and while I was there, I was joined by uh, some other local brothers that went out there with me. One of whom is uh, a, well, he's a committee chairman in our Grand Lodge. And uh, our committees always produce, like most Grand Lodges, they all produce their written reports that all goes together in this book with some other stuff, financials, yada, 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 that gets handed out at the Grand Lodge communication. So while we're having a drink and uh, you know doing our thing, since Andrew Hammer thinks he's too cool to just hang out with me, um, I decide to <laughs> settle for the brothers I know that came with me. And he says, "Hey Harlan, I uh, just wanted to let you know, uh, give you a big shout out in uh, in our committee report." Uh-oh. And I thought, "Oh, okay, like." What awesome thing that I do that uh, would make you want to do that? And he's like, "Yeah, I'm, uh, we think it's really cool that you guys are doing this this after lodge podcast thing, and uh, wanted to show that uh, our brothers are are out at the forefront of technology and you know masonry in the modern age and all that." Did time like freeze? It, it did. Uh, I I just kind of stared at him, and then he started getting confused. And I asked him how long he'd been listening to our show. Uh, he said, oh, I just picked it up, like, a couple months ago. Haven't got to the anniversary show yet, but I uh, hmm. can't wait for that one. <laughs> and then I, I then set out to explain to him why we don't tell people where we're from um, and the whole spiel about 
you know, everybody really knows, but we don't advertise it. And uh, I asked them, you know, I appreciate what, what you're trying to do to help us out. And I really am flattered, but can you just like not do that or just mention that, you know, there's some guys podcasting. And then he looked at me and said, Harlan, we, we turned those in to go off to the presses a week ago. So, well, Grand Lodge is fun. Grand Lodge is coming around the corner, fellas, and uh, we are. Uh, well, at least everybody in our state's going to know where we are. Harlan, am I named in this article? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Um, I, I'm sure we'll find uh, out. Here, guys, I honestly don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. Honestly, I think it gives us more legitimacy. For someone in a particular, am I allowed to say which committee he's in? It's our education committee. But. Yeah, yeah. Got an education committee that's basically endorsing the work done here. Like, well, yes. So, but so the, the issue, Scott, is is that there's all these old guys that don't even know what a podcast is. We're still arguing about whether or not people of color can be masons. Those guys. Mm-hmm. And well, alcohol and your whole prohibition thing is 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 not even on the radar, let alone you know the contents of this ship. Don't worry, I'll wait. And and they're they all sit during Grand Lodge, and instead of you know engaging in Grand Lodge, they they read all the committee reports on the first day. So how many of those guys are going to discover us for the first time? You know during well, Grand Lodge. Well, let's and, be real. The well, first days are more the introductions. That's, that's, mm, yeah, which is when they're sitting reading those committee reports in the book. That's what I do. So, I'm not concerned about people knowing where we're from. I, I never really have been that much. We have our reasons for doing that because it, it helps us maintain our universal appeal, whether you're a Mason in Minnesota or Saskatchewan. I, I can't even talk. Uh, or in Florida. Uh, you know, it... it we're the guys from your neighborhood lodge. And as soon as we start broadcasting a specific city and state, then a lot of the stuff we talk about becomes like, oh, that's just a them thing and not an us thing. And maybe that whole stance is unjustified. And uh, we've been deluding ourselves all these years, and it doesn't matter. Uh, either way, we're going to find out. So stay tuned for our Grand Lodge session when uh, one way or another, I guess we'll be... Pulling aside the curtain. And uh, am I flying down for Grand Lodge? Uh maybe. I'm sure Bruce and I could spare another twenty dollars to, <laughs> to get you back down here. Hold on, let me check my couch. <laughs> uh, Poor John. <laughs> Poor John. I get flown bulk. I did I did finally yeah. I did finally tell my wife that I was on the um credentialing committee. She was like Okay. okay. <laughs> You're being committed next year? Uh, this year. They want me there to help check people in. Well, oh, oh. Oh. So you're you're not actually on the committee. You're just like one of the... Uh, Wait. Because I thought the committee was already assigned. I was told yeah. by the guy that's going to be Grandmaster next year that he wanted me to serve on that committee. Those were his words. Yes. Now, I don't... So when you... When you get to Grand Lodge, they'll have an envelope with your name on it that'll have all your stuff in it, and huh. you'll get your fancy nameplate and business cards and all that jazz. All I do so is check people in at the door for the committee. Yes, yeah. but 
Uh, now, are you doing that this year or now? No. Like you're doing, you're on the committee for the upcoming year that starts in. Yes. Uh, so are, but it's not this upcoming Grand Lodge that you're at the door. You're actually going to be at the next. I was right? told to be there this year. I was told to be there this year. Yeah, you you have to well, be there so you can get your credentials and formally accept your appointment and all that. Stuff. Yeah. Okay. So I just have to be there day one? No. Uh, actually, I think you have to be there day two. But uh, you should do whatever your Grand Lodge contact told you. But typically, that's all the second day. The only Grand Lodge contact I have is the guy that's going to be Grand Master. Yeah, well, he's the guy who makes all the committee appointments, so... <laughs> okay, I guess I got to call him. I was at work, he called me, and I stepped aside, because, you know, with the guy that's going to be Grand Master calls, I guess you should answer. Is it said that I'm having a complete brain fart as to who our current DDG, or, uh, DGM is? No, it's not. But we're, we're, we're going to save that until like, our recording probably during the week of Grand Launch. We're going to get yeah. thematic with it. We're, we're going to eat local yeah. food, drink local drinks, and hit each other with uh, local sports equipment that's manufactured here. <laughs> and uh, just be references to stuff in our city. I am probably not going to be there. Uh, well, I'll be at the show, but I may not be at Grand Lodge. I am out of days off, so. Yeah, no, I'm not going to be at Grand Lodge either. It's... So, wait, I have to no. be there? Hey. Yeah, That's... you have to be there. Um, <laughs> you're going to get your, your put down your, your local sporting implement. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't smell it. What's wrong with uh, huh. uh, but we're, we're going to do that. Uh, hopefully we're going to get some other guys to join us between now and then. Um, look forward to a Twitch stream. We're, we're working that out now that we've got our new platform and uh, the possibilities for us are endless. I think I've already started um, that process, but I need to check with somebody that actually knows how to use Twitch first. Also, expect... Uh, I finally gave up uh, Nick, if, if Nick was to join us anyway... You'll be quite happy to know that uh, I have given up my battle to finish the After Lodge website. I have made peace with the fact that I'm just never going to find the time to finish writing that code. So I have accepted defeat and have selected a new uh, content delivery network vendor who will also provide our snazzy website for us. Um, so uh, soon when you go to afterlodge.com, you will see a nifty website that I did not build, um, but it's okay. I'm not in IT anymore. That's that's not a reason for shame. Um, I, I buy things since I don't have time to build them anymore. Um, but it, it's going to be cool. It's going to help us cross-reference our past guests and hopefully future guests with what shows they've been on and some more stuff about them. Uh, we'll make it easier for you to reach out to us if you want to hang out with us after Lodge. Um, and we're, we're going to try to coordinate that I got big, big plans for the future. Uh, we have to get on the straight and narrow and continue being valuable members of uh, our fraternal community. If everybody's going to know where to find us and you know, egg our houses and stuff. So when you say continue, for those of us who haven't started, should we start that? No, don't, don't, don't change the thing. Being a valuable member. Okay, good. Chris, you are you are a past master of our ancient and honorable craft. That yes, is a that is the most distinguished title we have to offer you. Uh, okay. Yeah. Don't age. 
was, more honorable than the star and garter? I don't, I don't, what, like, what are you saying? I'm saying that your brethren think that you've contributed to the fraternal community. Got them fooled. I mean, we all know better, oh. but the, the guys from your lodge were, they're easily yeah. duped. I mean, they elected me, so it's... Um, it hopefully will be able to, uh, I guess, draw in some more guys to hang out with us and, and get back on the After Lodge Roadshow with some of these new revelations, since we don't have to be scared of asking yeah, certain people. No, we've had a lot of local people that we've had concerns about, um, and I'm, yeah. I'm like, we're really trying to kind of look at this as a good thing. That'll open a lot of avenues for guests. There's a lot of Masonic scholars here in our area that we've passed on somewhat intentionally. Um, so that'll be cool. And oh, I you know, so that sound stuff, Jeff, that was killing me before the show because I've got this Dell Max Audio Pro stuff that's interfering with my microphone. It's um. It also is supposed to be drowning out keyboard. Yeah, here it is active keyboard noise suppression. I guess it's not very good. No, because if you were the one just typing, I heard it plain as day. Yeah, yeah. I could be... tell you what you typed almost. That's kind of creepy given your history with the government, John. <laughs> no comment. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, brothers in government make me uncomfortable. I got a text message today from from a parole officer who's also a good fraternal friend of mine, and he was like, "Hey, uh, got one of your clients. You want me to you want me to to withdraw from the case?" And then there was this whole awkward chat about, "No, don't withdraw from the case. I'll withdraw." Because um, you guys in government work got to be all honest sometimes, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I can't guys just both would draw and leave them swinging in the breeze. Well, I was going to do that anyway since, you know, my my job was up. He I got him the fantastic deal. He's not going to jail and now he's dealing with probation and parole and uh, hasn't paid me any more money, so hmm. I had no problems uh solving that issue for my brother. <laughs> is this the this uh no, this is the, the the client is in no way attached to the fraternity. Um the parole officer is. He's a good buddy of mine from the Scottish Rite. Uh, speaking of the Scottish Rite, John, I uh I'm gonna get to uh be part of the, the investiture here this year. So um they said, Hey look, there's a sucker that does ritual and so I don't know. Uh, You're gonna give out other bellhop hats. Yes. They're 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 cool hats, right? They've they've got crosses on the front of them. I I I think they're rather nice. I'm, I, <laughs> coming from the York, right? I should not pick fights about hats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I happen to have a little black pillbox hat. I'm very fond of from the Scottish, right? I just no ostriches were slaughtered in the making of the Scottish, right? I tell you, like for for next year, my my brother. Uh, Matt, who is a fellow craft at my lodge, he's uh, he's been talking about which uh, appended bodies he wants to check out, and I've kind of been holding back too this year. So we'll we'll have to see. He's been talking about the shrine a whole bunch, but I'm trying to no. get him to go. Uh, <laughs> like I said, I'm trying to get him to go York right. 
No. But y'all's hats are funny. You you all you have specific arguments against the York, right, John? It's it's yeah, it's well, really that's, easy that's to true. resolve that when you don't join that particular part of the York right. <laughs> Look, I, I I would much rather wear medieval style Templar garb over those goofy fucking hats. Except yeah, there's not yeah they really don't do that, that much here. kind of garb. Yeah, no, that's that's not a thing. Maybe in the in the ritual for the uh, for the order after that. Uh, yeah, no, not so much. I, I, I present to you the chapeau. Yeah, I don't know. I got in a lot of trouble for wearing a cabbie hat as master. So I'm uh. What? So sorry, our master wore a ball cap at the last meeting. So our valley is uh is. I don't know if I told you, John. The the consistory now does the thirty second degree in uh, in tuxedos with our uh, our bellhop hats and. Uh, and a sash, and it is some of the sharpest Masonic regalia I've seen anywhere. <laughs> That's you know, a lot. You don't. You don't need. Uh, you don't. You don't need all the costumery and. Well, I guess the Yorkites they they do do that whole dress blues thing, but maybe. Could you guys update that a little? What update the the class A uniform? Yeah, like to. Yeah, they uh, haven't updated uh, it since nineteen fifty. A modern class A uniform. <laughs> It'd be yeah, cheaper for you guys to buy too, right? You go to a surplus store. Oh god! No, you just buy a. You can buy a pair of black slacks and a double-breasted black coat, and you're good. Yep, and then buy the five hundred dollar fuzzy effing hat. Speaking of which, I have put serious thought into joining that just for the sake of completing the York Right journey. You have had to have an extra hat I could borrow. I will pay shipping. <laughs> Ooh, ooh! Are you getting, this you is a white or black plumes down? No, you're white plume down there. I think There's so. There's only like three states that do black still. Um, yeah. And my white plume is actually already loaned out to a current member of our grand commandery because uh, I wasn't wearing it, and I didn't want him to buy a seven hundred dollar hat. And uh, all I have left is my black plumed one, which goes nowhere because that is my. That 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 hat has earned me infamy in the state, so that's my hat. <laughs> I, uh, I have the only all black chapeau in the state. As as we discuss funny hats in the wrong right, uh, John, I you're the guy that may be able to answer the question that everyone in our grand lodge just gives me uncomfortable looks and changes the subject for. So I, I had a thought of in oh. most. In most places, including our, our motherland, the Royal Arch degree is not conferred by a separate right, but is the province of craft lodges. In your or our jurisdiction, if a craft lodge were to attempt to confer the Royal Arch degree on its members, as theoretically they're entitled to entitled do... To. Does the York right show up with funny hats and swords and start skewering people, or, or what happens with that? Yeah, well, I oh. mean, if 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 uh, I I would speak for my jurisdiction because we can read and write up here, um, you know, and we we've been letting. I see what you did there. 
<laughs> they may be able to read and write, but uh, they don't have that internet. Yeah. <laughs> you you cut out pretty bad Fingers on us. Fingers can't be choosers. I'm going to write you a very strongly worded letter about that and mail it to your house, dick. Um, <laughs> uh, so, wow, I totally forgot. Oh, so in our... In my neck of the weeds, if, say, Blue Lodge had permission from the Grand Lodge to do that, there isn't diddly squat the York Right could do, or in any other jurisdiction, if their Grand Lodge said that a Craft Lodge could do the Royal Arch. So the, the problem, then, is that our Grand Masters are all members of the York Right, and that's why they don't, they, they want to push back on yes. that. Yeah, see, we don't have that problem up here, because, uh, yeah, no... Uh, our current Grandmaster is a member, hey, he's a member of all three bodies, inactive, but he's he's there, and then it's a little spotty after that. Our, How do you have time for anything else when you're Grandmaster, really? You, like, hey, I don't know, the, we well, S, who just became our SGIG, who's going to become Grandmaster in a few years. That's kind of being a that's kinda being a member of a body and attending a body are different, though. I mean, I I, I would yeah. say because I uh, I mean our our grandmaster and I believe our deputy and I know for a fact our grand senior and I think our grand junior as well are all at least uh, in the uh, chapter. And uh, they, I mean, I, I, I highly doubt they're regularly attending their individual chapters due to their current duties. I yeah, do well, know that point, our Grand Master was at the Grand Chapter session, though. My point is, is that, like, why be a part of a, a body that you can't be active in? Because you're only Grand Master for a year, uh, four years, if you count the whole tr uh, line, but I mean, you're only in that line for a few years. You're elected line you only probably joined that. You you probably joined yeah. that body before going into that particular <laughs> line. So. John's losing his mind over there. Yeah, our elected yeah, grand our, line's only four years. Starts at Grand Junior Warden, and that's that's it. All the appendant bodies are five years or longer. Yeah, they're they're pretty long. Uh, I just finished one of the lines in the Scottish right here a couple years ago and it took like 10 years. So Rose and you got to skip a chair. Oh yeah. So it did only take oh. eight for me. <laughs> yeah. Rose Croy. Uh, that, it was, that... it was the council. Oh yeah. They tried to rope. Well, I, I think I actually got rope and doped into that this year as being uh second Lieutenant or whatever the third person in the line is. Cause Second sub precinct. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. How much do you guys pay in dues after the at the first of the year? Like amongst mm -hmm. all your bodies, like, all the bodies you're into. Oh, uh, we, we we don't we don't want to talk about that. We're gonna get back to my twelve hundred dollar rant. <laughs> um including my two lodges two hundred and thirty seven dollars. I say mine's about to go up by at least two bodies between now and then, so mm. I'm trying to do it in my head because I, I track all of my dues as just like one line item in the family budget, and so that's like dues for everything, not just Masonic stuff, and it's hefty. Are we talking? Um, we're talking. Let me see. Well, you do the political party thing. Yeah, I've got I've got my political thing, party. I've thing. got the bar association. I've got the uh, the NRA and the ACLU and the 
the whatever things my wife is in and uh, those two things together lodge stuff. Those two things together are the definition of a libertarian, sir. Oh, I'm well aware. I just you just you don't normally hear. Well, I'm actually thinking about dropping from both of them because, like everything else in the past five to ten years, they've just become like party hack shops. So. Mm -hmm. They've both gone get that, way off their respective deep ends. You should get that USCCA insurance, man. Or not. There are better ones out there. I. So insurance is, is about offsetting risk, and the cost of the insurance is more than what I amateurize the risk as, so I just don't. You're I'm also actuarial. I'm self-insured for my uh, weapons permit. I stopped carrying a pistol and just start wearing my collar around everywhere. I don't know. Nobody <laughs> yeah. wants to. Nobody. Nobody wants to stick up a, a priest. Apparently, <laughs> he, will, he will dump the father's vengeance upon you. Well, they do in Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh, we're uh, a little more civilized up here. No, oh, no, I meant the, no, not. the Pennsylvania. Scotty, I had a very nice. Uh, Nice festive board at my uh, my other lodge Monday night. Uh, we we got together. We're that's actually coming together way better than I thought it would very quickly. Nonetheless, uh, a brother visited us who is a law enforcement officer who then showed up and uh, we checked his his uh, necessary equipment with the Tyler into the safe before we went into the lodge room. I just, just thought I'd share that with you. That's his prerogative. Which is funny because from what I understand, our local law enforcement are was kind he of told to never be without their weapons. Yeah, was he like, was he plain, like off-duty plainclothes showing up? Or was he like strolling in with like, hey, I got a half-hour lunch break? No, he's uh, so he's he's a plainclothes guy. It was after his shift. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He didn't want to lock it in his car during that particular hour in that particular part of town so, so yeah it's probably so safer well. in the safe yeah i've been to your lodge out there yeah. no no uh, this is my other lodge this one's uh oh. this one's more what's well, it's it's, uh, it's basically downtown now so oh yeah um it's out near the uh what's well, it's very close to the masonic villages and uh and, and that's not necessarily the best part of town um, the, so the the old folks' home is actually beautiful. It's just the area that surrounds it is questionable. Is it not, that area is not too bad. It's not, it's not. I mean, it's not. So it's not the worst by any means that we have to offer. But it's not the kind of place where you leave unsecured valuables in your car if you can avoid it. Well, car break-ins. Well, the, I mean, uh, the car car break-ins and specifically weapons getting stolen out of cars are bad enough that our chief of police got on the news. Oh yeah, begging people about a month ago, basically, and it wasn't like, "Hey, if you live in this neighborhood," it was like, "Hey, guys, seriously, stop leaving your guns in cars." Yeah. <laughs> I've been oh, I've been guilty yeah. of that in the past. Um, I have to. Cars unlocked. Yeah, that too. Oh yeah, when it no, stays was... with you all the time. When it stays with you all the time, you never have to lock it up. Um. While that's true, you shower with your guns, God. 
Uh, don't ask him that. Don't, don't. Why would you ask him that? Scotty, is your legal? I just want to know the logistics. Question. Wait. Well, what did John say? He said, "Is your legal counsel, counsel?" I advise you don't answer that question. No, I don't shower with it. <laughs> Do you shower near it? Are you within sight? What if an interloper were to come in when you were in the shower? Would your yeah. gun be in plain view? Well, would the... you find it and kill you with your own gun, Scott? Well, Do you shower it, or does it shower you? So it all really depends. Real men would keep a shower gun. To... <laughs> I've actually seen somebody to set one <laughs> up. But they... gun just for shower. Yeah. Um, so it all really depends. If I'm home alone, uh, and I know there's no one else around in the house, I usually turn the alarm on, and then I'll put my I'll put my gun in the um, in the towel closet in the bathroom. Um, but if it's just us, it's usually put up high where the kid can't get a hold of it while I'm in the shower. Yeah, that's all fun until they start climbing. She you break into my house while high. I'm showering. I, I, I'm not going to get a gun. I'm just going to come running at you screaming naked. Yeah. You deserve Dude, it. Yeah. In your case, that will work. <laughs> I mean, break I would. Six I would foot seven, four hundred pounds of a gun than what Jeff yeah. just described. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, no. I think I just threw up in my mouth a little. So, so Jeff, I want you to promise me this one thing. If that if that happenstance ever has the blessed chance of occurring, when you run down the hall, I don't want you to yell. I want you to do the chewy and swing your arms. I want to hear, ah, as you're like, <laughs> ass at the assailant. Because <laughs> I'm thinking that will probably work. I see him doing the uh, Xena Warrior Princess uh, cry. I have no idea what that is. Oh, I do. I just can't I do it. Uh, losing my I haven't all seen Xena since. All I can see is Jeff going, la, 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 and like winging the toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Scott, where do you live in where you got to have your alarm on when you take a shower? <laughs> Um, I mean, alarm. I mean, I, I leave my house, go to work, and I leave my door unlocked half the time. Yes, well, you live in a much better area than we do. Anything. Scott's afraid of, of everything. No, there's a lot of through traffic in on my street. Um, I don't it's live at the end of the street. Yeah, we get a we get a lot of people that walk through. Um, people that'll just walk through and try like car doors. Uh, we've had a few people get through and knock on doors at like four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. Um, so uh-huh. does, does Tom live here, or does does Sarah live here? You know what? Uh, yeah, no. There's there's. Right, I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The appropriate and response got, to that is is no, but I got the better stuff than Tom. Why are you buying from him? <laughs> <laughs> What they do, you know, all that they're doing is, is trying to see if somebody's home and, you know, either violently uh, come in or sneak into the back when they know no one's there. Um, my biggest thing, uh, Marshall, is that, you know, I got my three-year-old and I got my wife there. And my wife cannot shoot. And, of course, my three-year-old is helpless. So I'm the only, only one between them and whatever wants to do harm. She get a Rottweiler. Oh, I understand that. I mean, you know, yeah. you need to explain it, but I just, 
you know, you just talking about getting in the shower than putting on the alarm. I'm like, damn, does he live in South End or West End or some shit? <laughs> you gotta get in, strap your strap your holster on before uh, you lather up. Yeah, I mean, we we, we uh, the biggest problem out here is probably the biggest problem or the same problem everywhere: P- drug users, meth addicts, heroin. Hey, hey. Those are my clients. Well, <laughs> Don't use that title. No, you know. but our, our our neighborhood seriously does have like it's it's gotten worse in, of just people walking up checking doors. Uh, apparently, somebody did that to my car. Uh, one of the neighbors said that they watched somebody hit my house, the neighbor's house on both sides, and the people across the street. They just watched. Uh, uh, apparently, they're not good neighbors. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> well, we got. I guess, uh, uh, I guess living close uh, close to cows and cow pastures helps out me. I guess. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not around here, around. somebody turns around in a driveway, and like every neighbor that's home is on the neighborhood app and calling each other and walking over to check out what's going on. Oh well, we have the we have the neighborhood app. The the what is it next door? Uh, there's a lot yeah. of people in the area that are on it, and every time somebody sneezes while walking down the street, somebody will post. I just saw a guy. I think he's gonna rape a grandma. <laughs> Well, there's also a lot of Facebook groups too, but at the same time, um, I'm about to leave all those. Those are getting ridiculous. S- some are, but you know, um, y'all are. I no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not afraid of everything. Is what Bruce says. Um, I just just joking, dude. I know. I'm just <laughs> clarifying. There, there's. There's certain uh, things that my wife can do, and being uh, proficient with firearms is not one of them. Oh no! I, you should teach her. Uh, you, some people just can't be taught. Yeah. Uh, my my yeah. spouse is a, a another example of that. I know exactly where he's coming from. Yeah. Oh, so you've tried. It's oh. she just doesn't oh, get friend. it. Yeah, I've I've told the the story after lodge that you know that's actually how we met was uh, on a rifle range in high school back in the ROTC days. She stood out for poor marksmanship. Mm. Well, I had to be, stood out you know. <laughs> My wife's not a horrible shot, but what would be funny is if she she'll be, she would be standing in the hallway, you know, shooting an intruder, giggling like a psychopath the entire time. What you got to do, Scotty, is you got to get her a shotgun with wide blast buckshot. Maybe even saw a little of that barrel off for her. And uh, then she doesn't have to aim. She just has to, like, be in the right general direction. Yeah, so basically that's what I have. I have a uh, she's got a shotgun in the bedroom, so if if uh, they get past me, she just has to lay it across the bed and then now, point in the direction of the door. The problem's gonna have you're gonna have is when uh, someone comes to serve that no knock warrant at night to get your guns because one of your neighbors called and said you were crazy uh, and right shoot and the then cop. Your shotgun hits four of them. Yes. Yes, that's going to be rough. Going to be rough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think those red flag laws are going to go anywhere. Uh, not where we live for a while. But they're, they're, let's say they are going places already, though. That's, yeah, but those are places hurt. where people don't have guns anyway. Uh, yeah. Who cares yeah, about yeah, California? They're, 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 the, they're the already uptight states, yes. Massachusetts. California. Um, 
I, I, I think about that routinely. Like, what's what's it going to be like to be a cop that has to go serve these warrants? Like, Cops aren't going to do it. Ooh. At least not in this state. They're not going to do it. You say that, but I oh. guarantee you, they. I know plenty of cops that will just because they're well dicks. I know they'll do plenty. it just to piss somebody off because that's the type of person they are. It's their job. Now I know yeah. plenty that will 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 you know want to refuse, but they're not going to because, as Harlan just said, it's their job. Good job. I'm the sure there's plenty of cops that don't want to pull you over, but they're going to because it's their job. I mean, I'm I'm sure there were plenty of rebel sympathizers amongst the redcoats, but that didn't stop them from you know standing in line and pulling the trigger. Yeah. <laughs> The gentlemanly thing. You got to do your job. Well, only only three percent of Americans uh, rebelled against the British, so actually yeah. took up arms against the British. And if three percent can repel the strongest army in the world at the time, I think we have a little bit more than three percent now. You say that, but yes, but the our, army this is also much stronger. Now. Our government has something that the British could have only wished. Dreamed of, actually. The monocular bomb? Uh, no, no. Uh, social media. So that. And cable news. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's worse. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, you know what, though? Any weapon in, in the government arsenal. Call me naive, but I, I still think that a lot of the guys that uh, took that those oaths on the Constitution and state Constitution, especially like my dad, for example, in the National Guard, I mean, he... You know, to uphold the constitution of the state um, supersedes any changes to if there were were to repel, repeal the Second Amendment, they never will. Well, but. the the problem with, with that though is, that it's funny that the the guys who were arguing against the Bill of Rights in the beginning were ultimately vindicated over and over and over again. The whole reason those are an amendment set of amendments and not just in the original document because we weren't sure we wanted to even put them in there because if you start enumerating rights people start getting the idea that like these are your enumerated rights and they can be changed um the 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 bill of rights is just a for example including but not limited to these things these are human rights they're just spelled out there for some reason but it it that's what it turned into. So the Supreme Court has for centuries debated over the meaning of this text, and and it's the meaning of the text is irrelevant. <laughs> it's a natural human right, just like the rest of them. Like right. it, it doesn't come from the Constitution. It's just an illustration. Yeah, and I think that's the fundamental divide. The Constitution didn't give me my rights. God did. Yeah, it's a. It's a fundamental divide in people's mindsets. Um, I don't really care as much as I should because I personally think that the Second Amendment died a very, 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 very long time ago. Um, because it, it, the the right to bear arms has nothing to do with pistols or handguns or magazines or hunting or personal safety or anything. It, it it's. It's the right to bear arms, as in, like, the force of arms. You know, the thing that you fight wars with. Mm-hmm. Um, it's So the first time that the United States government was able to possess a weapon that you and I were not allowed to, the Second Amendment died. 
Like I can I understand that perspective because it's like people argue all the time. They say, "Well, the founders said that uh, uh, you have muskets. That's what they had then. That's what you can have now." Well, muskets is what the army had at the time. So if so, if you're going to um, equivalent the uh, equivalent the what the army had at the time, then I guess I'm allowed to have whatever anything that the army has. Yeah, it, it's the it's arms, not not guns, but arms. So that up to and including, you know, a tank, missiles, yeah, like yeah, arms. Um, you know, when the revolution was over, that stuff didn't go back to a U.S. depot. The cannon went back into Farmer Fred's barn, where it came from. Like it's right. Um, the war was fought by the the populace. Naturally, the government had to maintain some level of arms as well, because we had standing armies, even though George Washington told us right after he birthed us from his loins, no standing armies, and then, well, we turned around and did it. Well, didn't he uh, also he say no political parties? Yeah, and then ran his second term as the ticket holder for his political party, yes. Oh, yeah, um, nice. That was right before he became a Jesuit hack. So, <laughs> And on that note, gentlemen, the hour is getting late. It is. Harlan insulted George Washington. This This meeting is adjourned. <laughs> I didn't insult him, by the way. I, I revere George Washington like all good men and masons. Uh, I bow before his idol and thank him for birthing us from his loins. <laughs> um, Did you know George Washington was a mason? Wait, what? Really? Yeah. I, no. I, I need, I, I need uh, photographic evidence of this. I will accept a painting. Well, I mean, of course. Given the age. Of course. He, he did invent peanut butter, so... Um, only a mason. You lie, you lie that the night of Columbus. Oh, oh, John, you're killing <laughs> me. That was a deathbed conversion. I, I always have to keep that in in the back of my mind. John, John, are you a cock? Uh, well, in more ways than one. But in what particular manner are we speaking? <laughs> of this time? KOC. KOC, or I'm just curious. I uh, no, I was a first degree. Uh, Night of Columbus, uh, 15 years ago. Huh. And anybody okay, that's been wonder. through any, any, uh, Masonic degree work of any form, and especially if you've gone York right, you'll go into a, a Night of Columbus degree and go, wow, they stole all of our shit. <laughs> oh, really? And uh, well. it's funny, I've, I've got a friend of mine who, uh, he uh, he emigrated from uh, Minnesota to the uh, New England area, where he's a grand in everything now, again, because he was a grand in everything when he was here. Um, and his commandery that he's a member of, his constituent commander, commandery that he's a member of, he got a chance to go through the books, and he found the exact minutes where it is like explicitly listed out that they shared their uh, degree work with the guys that became the Knights of Columbus. Wow. Huh. Well, that makes hey, sense. they stole uh, Harlan, all of our stuff. You're you're in the process of joining all your local men's clubs. Are you noting any similarities between them and us? I haven't actually uh, pulled the trigger on any yet. It's it's mostly just it's the Lions Club that that owns this this here territory I've moved to. Uh, if you were talking about gang turf. Uh, the Masons clearly dominated in After Lodge Town. Out here, it's the Lions Club. 
it's it's like a big it's a, it's a big building and i haven't joined yet but i see them at every little community thing they've got a tent set up like you know hey come join the lions club they've got this really awesome lodge hall that uh, kind of makes me sad considering the the local masonic lodges and then the lions club hall um it, it's very obvious who who's the winner of the the turf wars here mm. and i'll probably break down and do it at some point um Right now, if I mention joining something else, I, well, I might be joining, uh, well, I don't know, whatever is a support the Undertaker? Group horsemen. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm holding off on, on some of that, uh, at least till I can get my kids off into school. Uh, my boy's still, you know, hanging around the house, making his mother crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Add a kid. Yeah, he's uh he's good fun. He's uh yeah, just fun. A handful is I think the, the phrase. I I, I, I kinda miss him. I haven't seen him in a while. Like this show well, was the know, Bruce, I ever interacted with him and we haven't you done know, it in like three he was, years. He was at, at Lodge on Saturday, um oh, and man. both he and his sister were asking where is Boos? So <laughs> you know. Where is Boos? I'm right here. Yeah, See? You, you missed our widows and past masters dinner, buddy. Oh. Yeah, well, you know, I I, I kind of share Jason's opinion on that one. It was, but it was fun. You get the our, our master uh, made it memorable. I'll tell you what, I I will do it next year's. Yeah, what? So does yeah, Jason's no, opinion have, of it have to do with it being this year, or is it of the event uh, period? He never liked family the, the event. We, no. Yeah, I shared our distaste for family nights on lodge nights. Like, if you want to do family get-togethers, that's fine, but not on my night. Do it on a different night. I happen so to. So you're agree saying with do that. like the master and past past masters night as being a like closed meeting? meeting? Yeah, basically, or just not a meeting at all. I like I like I the think... idea of it being a called thing. I, I don't I disagree with it cl with closing it, especially because you know no. we, no, you we honor the widows that night too. No, you wouldn't close it. It would. Just, oh, we don't have a widows night like that. It, but you could just do a dinner. True. You don't have to open lodge. Um, especially now that you don't have to do it, Scott. Yeah. yeah. But well. It's all especially now. Like at least when I lived a block away from the lodge. It always sucked because, you know, everybody left when their family left, and their family doesn't stick around after Lodge. So it was like a whole Lodge night that just See, materialized. I... Uh, but now that I live an hour away, I, you know, I drove my family out there. So at 8.30, I was, uh, I was on the way back home on a Lodge night. Mm -hmm. I cried I'm say it always sucked because it just felt awkward but maybe that's just because I'm super awkward in situations like that. Like there are masters who do really well at that event some years. Yeah. And then there, there are people like me who do better with fewer people. And I'm just like, Hey, widows, here's some flowers. It was, hey, past well, masters, that, that, that was basically the flower presentation this year too. It was memorable. Memorable. Um, no, Bob is the first <laughs> to, yeah, that, is, or Bob. That, is, that is a first. Oh yeah, that did happen. <laughs> you heard about that, this year has uh, let's uh let's let's, let's, first spare, take. let's spare that on the air there, fellas. We uh <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs>
Might have to. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. It, it, well, I mean, in in his defense, it wasn't like it was. I, what did I just say? Sorry. <laughs> okay, <yeah. sighs> no, 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 no. Harlan's right. There's like people who are gonna be listening now. Alrighty. So um, he's just there's just gonna be one big beep here. As Scotty mentioned, um, we are after we finished our uh, roast of George Washington. Probably gonna have to call it a night. Uh, can't have too much of a good thing, especially after you know so long being apart. So um, maybe we'll record again in a week or so. This calendar year. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, how about next Wednesday, fellas? Can y'all do next Wednesday? We'll uh, see. Uh, the whole gang's here. We'll see. I don't have my day planner with me. Maybe. All right. I'm, I'm game, I'm but that Bruce, that's the only kind of commitment you're going to get. Um, hopefully, we can reestablish some regularity. It is ironic that we tried almost every day of the week trying to find a better recording day, and we landed back on Wednesday night. Right <laughs> back on Wednesday. Right. Yes. Yes. That was. Uh, that was. But hey, maybe we learned something. And we even planned this last Wednesday. Yep. So well, that's because John has to be all important now. And we couldn't do our first no, show. No, in, no, no. In, Just because I got a new job and I have to do like the seminarian thing now. Don't be hating on me. Gross. Yeah. My fault. It's good to be important, though. You, you lend an air of credibility to our uh, otherwise incredible podcast. Yeah, <laughs> till I talk. <laughs> Yes. Thank you for listening to this episode. <laughs> that was a joke, Harlan. You can laugh at that. 227. Oh, we got closing Ow. music? Wow. Of the After Lodge podcast. You can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. Uh, shoot us an email at afterlodge at gmail.com. Um, you know, as part of this tech stack change, we may have to get like a actual afterlodge.com email. Um... Hang out with us on IRC. I'm still there. I never really left at irC.snoonet.org, pound sign, Freemasonry. Uh, we find us on Facebook, Jeff on AOL, Twitter, After Lodge. Uh, Jeff is is on ICQ. Yes, uh, we're going to have to get an ICQ number for, for the podcast. Uh, and, of course... It's funny. It's, you say you're still on IRC, but you are not on IRC right now. Well, I'm not on right now. I had to restart my computer with the firmware update. We talked about this before the show. Um, so how do they get the uh, the 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 link? I I who I I don't know. Somebody shared it. God damn it! <laughs> it <wasn't me. laughs> and of course, the best place to find us uh, sometimes is on the Freemasonry and After Lodge subreddits. Uh, usually, Bruce is there lurking, responding under names that you don't recognize. So if somebody is making you feel really name. dumb, it's probably Bruce going by another name. He's good at that. So uh, until next week. I heard he prefers Anastasia Beaverhausen. Mm. (laughs) We'll see you on the other side. Good night, everybody. Later. Good night. Later.